welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced as all things should be. Back again to talk about what if the season one recap episode nine spoiler review for your earwaves. I am your host, Max Mosier, here today with two other Infinity Bros back from a long hiatus. It's Infinity Bro Mark. Mark, how are you? I'm doing quacktastic right now. <laughs> and that little chuckle you're hearing in the background that's tickling your ears, that is also quacktastic, is our other Infinity Bro. You'll see him pulling Pokemon cards on TikTok or the Twitch. It's Infinity Bro Robbie. Robbie, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing just dandy right now. Just dandy right now. Dandy. Good for you, big dog. So we're well. We're all right. Thanks for joining and being here. We're grateful you're here, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. You can check us out at theaffinitybros.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you got the itch to Twitch, check that out. All that stuff. Jam-packed show for you today. We're going to spoil episode nine of What If. Give our season-long recap. We have not done the typical episode-by-episode synopsis, Mark that I think the people really got excited about that you and I did. If you scroll down on our show notes, this is your first time listening to us, you can hear Mark and I talk about how much I didn't like the end of WandaVision, how much Mark loved the end of Loki, and how we both really talked political uh, nonsense and gobbledygook about the Falcon and Winter Soldier. But Mark, in regards to the four major shows we've had so far on Disney+, Plus, how are you feeling this show ranks so far with those? Man, I don't know if you can really compare them. I mean, oh, I can compare them. I know I sure you can, can because you know you can't stand WandaVision, which is the best of all of them. Um, so we know what it's a recap three. <laughs> There's your I, WandaVision I, recap from Max. I I mean I guess for the rank them, I mean what if would be at the bottom, but there's only four. So and but you know what if what they can do is tell any story they want, which they did, kind of. But um, yeah. Still a good show. There's only four of them, so, you know, go consume it all. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Robbie, what about you? You got any ranking of that? <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a ranking of that. Yeah, just on the spot, little, little, uh, you know, pre-show early banter. Oh, early Get the banter. ball rolling. Get the ball rolling get, get, get a little that, bit. Get that ball rolling. You know, <laughs> I really liked What If. I really enjoyed What If. Um, obviously, they can go on. Don't much- dive into What If. Just tell us where you rank it compared to the other. I, 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 I'm getting there. You know who did oh like God. What If? My beautiful wife Kelly. Oh my She's God! She's like, I don't, I don't That's- want this. It's no, not the. This it's isn't not what te- I want. It's 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 not <laughs> her thing. Was. It's not telling the story of the MCU I know. I'm like, well, that's kind of the point. With this. So so Mark, real quick, like when you talk about Kelly. Is her first name my beautiful and then her middle name is Kelly? Or is it my beautiful, like, I guess I missed Oh, wife yeah, I got you. It, it's my beautiful wife. And then it's like a dash, Kelly, Guadalupe, Anne Marie Zimmer Jones. That is her full name. What does Guadalupe stand for? It's the name Guadalupe. I don't know it's, what It's more her you want. name, Robbie. It's 2021. Oh, Grow up. Yeah, I. <laughs> And that's I, on her birth certificate. Oh, okay. Mark's beautiful wife, Kelly, isn't going to be on. And I don't think any of us are going to rate it compared to the other shows, it sounds like. But we will talk about it. I didn't get a chance episode. to, to finish Yeah, rate it right now on the spot. Well, yeah, yeah, Robbie, go. Now, go. I, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> we will actually okay, rate okay, it. Okay, but seriously. No, no, no. 
No, 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 no. Would I watch this over the Falcon and the Winter Soldier again? Probably. No way. Yeah. No. If I had to choose which one I have to watch right now, I have to watch it the entire season again, I'd probably go what if. Yeah, I don't know if I'd buy that personally. No joke. But yeah, I, I like Falcon and Winter Soldier better. Obviously, WandaVision, no dice. I liked it all. I know you did, Mark. I know you did. We're going to talk about what if. We're going to talk about our thoughts on the whole season as a whole. We actually will dive into it. We won't just avoid the question because it was sprung on us at the beginning of the episode and not told to anybody. And we will give our top five moments of what if season one on the back end, because obviously there's going to be a second season. And I want to talk a little bit about that here in a bit on how that looks. So we'll talk about that then. But before we dive into that, we are going to dive into some podcast reviews. You can leave us a podcast review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. We have two reviews. And speaking of WandaVision, I needed to put the plug on the front end, gentlemen. One of our reviews is the worst five-star rating of all time, in my opinion. Wait, There's your early plug. It's a bad our listeners are leaning in. Our listeners are leaning in now. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Go on. So this one Get comes time. from, and I'm not lying, they made this their name. It might be one of you even. I don't know. Ralph Boner. <laughs> he or she says, I came or across they. this. <laughs> or they, it's 2021. Or Zippy. I came across this podcast not expecting much, but thankful for all the shout outs from the Infinity Bro Max. Hey, bro, no hard feelings. Hopefully we can be friends in real life, but seriously, love these guys. That is 100% Chad. Get boned. Get boned. Five exclamation points. Hey, hashtag bless, hashtag 100, hashtag keep it lit, Ralph Boner. That's a a 6 out of 6 review. Oh my gosh. 6 out of 6. I busted a gut when I read that. That's so bad. Ralph Boner, you're not going to get a chance to win the gauntlet for this. Uh, yeah, uh, before we read our second... Ralph Boner, you come out and tell us who you are, and I will give you a homemade gauntlet. Whoa. <laughs> Go on. Um, <laughs> before we read our second review, you can leave us a review, and if you get in, we still need 20 more reviews. We're going to do a raffle for of the top 100 reviews, and the winner of the raffle will receive a signed Infinity Bros official gauntlet toy so you know the the toys you can get that actually it's not a toy it's collectible it's collectible sorry the collectibles you can get signed by all the infinity bros if you want us to omit zane though of course we're happy to do that and Um, if you want to suit in blood just let us know no we're not gonna do in blood mark don't don't promise that (laughs) mark you need to stop writing checks we can't (laughs) whatever you want infinity bros universe Whatever you want. Do not tell us to do that. We will not give it in blood. No, no, no. That we is not give the people what hey, the want. people who don't do it in blood, I'll get it for you. All right. It's all good. I'll send no, you no, a no. That will not happen. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I already have it. I already have so many. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so many this what episode is already derailed. Um second episode, second review, excuse me, comes from Frostbite 4. Frostbite, thanks so much. If you haven't heard of Frostbite, he was on our previous episode, episode 91, with Isaac and Jarrett. Check it out. He's hilarious. He's great. And his favorite board game is Monopoly. I can confirm that. Uh, his his title of his review is Six Out of Six Infinity Stones. This is one of the few podcasts I listen to weekly, he says. I love the friendly banter, the insight on different shows and movies, and the quality is top-notch. The cast is great. Yes, even Zane. It keeps each episode unique and fresh okay. with great discussions. 
Oh, Clearly, okay. this is just a lie. He's listened to like four episodes, and Zane happened to be on one. That's yeah, for sure, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he ends the review. If you're not a fan of not, if you're a fan of not, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. If you're a fan of not just the MCU, but movies in general, shows or games, then you definitely should check this one out. Six out of six Infinity Tones. Thanks so much, Frostbite and Ralph Boner. I hope that you run into traffic. Wow. Any thoughts on either of these? This is what? why you'll never win a fantasy football championship. What? Dude, this is bad karma, dog. Bad yeah. karma? Karma ain't a thing, dog. Uh, well, I mean, ask, ask our good friend uh, Joey. As your mother says, putting positive energy out into the world is going to, you're going to be able to receive <laughs> oh good things. Positive that's vibes, what, that's oh, what Mama Mosier yes. said. And I have a screenshot of it to never let you forget. Welcome to the Inside Joke Podcast, where we tell inside jokes, and you try to hey, decide. this is that. how the Infinity Bros universe gets a little bit of the taste of what it's like to be around us. I hate <laughs> when people say hashtag blessed, since hashtag we're going to talk about that, because you referenced that earlier. What's wrong with it? I despise hashtag blessed. You don't want people, people to be, be blessed. like, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, you despise people using hashtag blessed, not in the right context. Correct. Like, I hey, went it. to McDonald's, hashtag blessed. Like that's it's, what you It's mean. fall. It's fall. I'm dressed like Han Solo. Hashtag blessed. Why aren't they blessed? They're able to afford these things that make them happy. Because Max hates people who are happy. <laughs> Confirm. Welcome right to the here. Bros podcast, the only <laughs> podcast that mocks Max every day, all day, all the time. I really don't know. Uh, why you're so uh, I don't get it. Imagine you stumble upon this this podcast, and, and this you're is like, the first yeah, I just want to listen to some what if. And all of a sudden, they're talking about Ralph Boner, and they're they're mocking Max and somebody named Zane that they've never met. And here we are. Here we are. Look <laughs> at us. So let's talk about what if. Who would have thought? Good, good, good transition. Smooth transition. Oh, we're ten minutes in. We're ready to go. What if we got this episode going? Yeah. What if? What if this episode? What if be about the other three episode? Infinity Bros did this episode? <laughs> if the other here, oh, hold on. Let's do our let's do our impression of the other three <laughs> quick. So then the, if, if this is your first time, you want to get a good impression. So I'll be, I'll be Isaac. Saying. I'll be saying. And then Mark will be Jared. Here we go. I'll start. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast. I'm Isaac, and I have the sexiest voice around. And, uh, yeah, this is a great episode, and I'm going to pass it off to Jared. Jared, go ahead. Beep boop. Grinding noises. One, two, five, seven. <laughs> get your pitchforks. Magic. <laughs> great hey, day, yeah. Jared. Jared, I really love that. Zane, what do you, Zane, stop interrupting. Like, that's for real. Like, you're actually doing that too much. Oh, my bad, guys. Zane, oh, my bad. Zane, can you tell us what you think? Uh, yeah, I just, I really agree with uh, what Isaac said. He uh, hit all the points right on the head there. Uh, I think it's going to be a great episode. Uh, and Jared, scene. Of- <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's the Infinity Bros podcast. Thank right you now. for coming. Yes, bravo, bravo, bravo. Can you just you can hear all of the reviews pouring in. We're growing. We're rising to the number 1 on the charts. We're going to be there tonight. Woo! What if? Haven't talked to Lick about it yet. But we've talked about Zane. We, we have tried. talked about Zane. We tried. Oh man. We did our best. There you go. There's our you how fast is Isaac going to clip this when he hears it? Uh, very quickly. You might as well clip That's this Isaac's thing. hands right now. Just he's doing it. He's doing it right now. He's doing, doing the, the cat gif. <laughs> Gotta clip this. This is amazing. This is perfect. Um, let's talk about what if and actually 
talk about it because we've been talking about talking about it for 12 minutes. What, what if, if we talk about what if? What if we talk about what if? What if the Watcher broke his oath? Episode nine, the Watcher gathers heroes from across the multiverse for one final battle against Ultra Vision. I didn't know they were calling him Ultra Vision. That's according to IMDb. Didn't know that. That's a very dumb name. Ultron in the episode. Call him Ultron. I agree. Ultra Vision is a stupid. This episode's written by AC Bradley, who has been the head writer of all these episodes. Matthew Chauncey, Steve Englehart. It stars Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter, Lake Bell as Natasha Romanoff, Frank Grillo as Brock Lomino, George George, George St. Pierre as Batrock, Chadwick Boseman in his last MCU role and last role ever as That we know of. That we know of. Okay. Uh, Brian T. Delaney as Peter Quill, Mick Wingard as Tony Stark, Cynthia K. McWilliams as Gamora, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, and Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. Toby, Toby Jones is Armin Zola. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. And Kurt Russell as Ego. Also, too, I forgot Ultron or Ultra Ultron. Is it what was it? Was it? Ultra 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 Vision. Vision. Ultra Vision. Just call him Ultron. It's gonna be Ultron. Ross Marquand was Ultra Vision. <laughs> Can we just call him Ultron? Sure, it was Ultra Vision. Uh, the storyline reads, the Watcher assembles the f- heroes from multiple universes to stop the cosmic Ultron from destroying their worlds and their universe, but an unexpected betrayal forces the Watcher to involve himself personally, break his oath, and prevent ultimate defeat. We're going to talk about our non-spoiler review of this episode first. If you haven't watched the episode yet, you're a psychopath. Why are you listening to this podcast? But you need to do that before you listen to the, listen to past our non-spoiler review. So, Robbie, we're going to start with you. But before we do that, we are going to give you our rating system. So you are familiar with how we rate things on this podcast. And when we say it's blank out of six or blank out of blah, that you are tracking. So I'm going to go ahead and put the bumper for that right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Snap. All right, Robbie, what is your non-spoiler review of Episode Nine? What if? Um, I mean, just looking at the the uh, the beginning poster for it, it kind of gives you an idea of what's going to happen. So if you get all the characters from the other episodes, they're going to go fight Ultron, um, and then some not so like surprising events take place. It was a fun episode. Not amazing, but a fun episode. What's your rating? Oh, you wanted a rating now. Um, I'd give it a give it a three point five. I'll go. I'll go next because I think we're very similar, and I'm going to let Mark kind of hit it home. I'm right there with you, Robbie. Pretty much beat for beat. I'm going to give it a four out of six because I think it was really fun. I had a great time. I really, really enjoy Chadwick Boseman in this season. Um, and we'll talk about that a little more later. But this episode was incredibly formulaic. This season, to be honest, was a huge letdown in regards to my expectations of What If. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that I have said this is the show that I was most excited about. And I feel like I was let down in some capacity. We'll talk about that in specific episodes and specific moments. Excuse me. Peter. But I totally agree with you on this, Robbie. It, it felt completely formulaic. I was not surprised at all. And I was more surprised at how much I was able to tell was coming. I was very surprised that I knew what was coming at every beat. 
So four out of six, I had a lot of fun watching this season still. As I tell most people, Marvel content is better than 75% of everything else out there. But I think What If has to go back to the drawing board and try to be a little more creative in regards to what it's doing in its stories. And I don't even think that they need to connect so much uh, as they did in this season. But we'll talk about that a little more later. So four out of six for me. And we'll talk about specifically what I felt was formulated later. So, Mark, I'll pass it off to you. I'm going to give this episode specifically a five out of six. I really enjoyed it. I like the whole team up aspect that they gave us. Um, I kind of like what you said, like about the whole series. It feels like that they, you know, had a pretty strict formula that they, hey, we're going to try to base everything off of what happened in the MCU. We know it instead of just being totally out there doing their own thing. So I, exactly. I feel like they're probably, they're probably still handcuffed to what characters they can use. Cause I feel like what if would have been a perfect chance to just like, Oh, here's some X-Men have fun. Yeah. Or like, here's a crazy story set with the fantastic four. Cause you can tell those stories now, but maybe, you know, just like everything, Max, you gotta, you know, when you hated WandaVision so much, you just gotta look for the bigger picture. Maybe they gave us with a cliffhanger. It's, you know, end of season two or the season for season two. So maybe we'll get a lot more coming next season. So I know you just got to keep hope, Max. You just got to keep believing. Don't stop believing Max. Okay. I will not. Uh, I just, my issues with WandaVision were really just about the series ending versus this show, at least with WandaVision, I can give deep respect for the shots they took throughout the, the season with this show. They didn't, take risks in regards to the overall storytelling the individual micro storytelling <laughs> i felt was a little obviously risky and, and uh, yeah, different can, decisions were made but i can, if, I can get behind if, that if this is what they were crescendoing to that wasn't surprising and that wasn't really like and maybe they didn't incredible. want to take big shots now just thinking of this because they didn't want it to just be a flop where people were like oh why are you doing this for sure so yeah you know maybe oh. play it safe now get people hyped and then next season you would do the crazy stuff yeah, but I've got a high expectation of what if for other reasons. So let's get into the spoiler territory of this. So we're gonna go Wait, ahead no, and put no, no. What, what are your what are your other reasons? You're just gonna you're just gonna tell us for other reasons. I'm gonna reasons talk about that here in a second. Keep going. Tease, tease us. us. Okay. Don't tease us. Don't tell us now. Okay. The floor is my right. expectations of what if in regards to this show is that Mark, you nailed it. It needs to be incredibly out there. The endings don't have to be storytelling it, like fairy tale endings. There were some endings that like oh, the zombies episode was just that. Sure. <laughs> but but there was always hope at the end. Sometimes they these universes need to fail, i.e. the Doctor Strange episode, which is what I felt was the strongest episode of the season, personally. So you're also like a huge Doctor Strange fan. So absolutely. And that's a huge bias of mine. <clears throat> I guess just for me, I really felt that episode really took huge perpendicular routes to what the original story was while also continuing on the story that it originally had. So for me, with this season, I was incredibly underwhelmed. I would watch it every morning. I was excited to watch it on Wednesday morning. But after I watched it, I didn't get the warm fuzzies that I did in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, certain episodes of WandaVision, and obviously the ending of Loki, right? Like the ending of Loki was mind-boggling to me and doesn't happen. This show doesn't happen without that. So that is just better. If one of the, you know, guardians that they grabbed for this was Spider-Ham, because that's what I was kind of hoping for. Just go, because no, Spider-Ham. Just a random Spider-Man. <laughs> well, no, Spider-Ham's a what-if uh, thing. Yeah. So I think that would have been, that would have been 
That'd been nice. Drunk Tony Stark. Yeah, or even I mean, honestly, even like um an X-Men, like a Wolverine. I I think how you said the X-Men earlier, this is just a great setting to do those things. Right. Now that you, and you you're own not the tied to these stories. Right. Why did they like they could have done whatever they wanted and they went back to like just the Avengers? Hey, what yeah, is I, and, and I understand the choice. America. I, I understand, understand the it, like, to stay with Avengers. It's just like, what if is like your chance to do whatever you want, and you just went with what you already had. They were setting up the season finale, and that was the choice they made. And I think for a season one thing, it was a safe choice that a lot of people are going to like. Now my expectation is with season two, you got to go for gold. And unfortunately, I think Chadwick Boseman was going to be a big part of that. So it appeared that he was very excited to do these roles. He had a lot of skin in the game in regards to these roles. And I think they knew that from their perspective, obviously not knowing that he had cancer, that he was going to be able to do those roles and really be part of the hive mind that was doing what if, right? So I just think it's a show that knows no bounds, but it it tied itself up too much. And that bothered me. So... It's fun, it's enjoyable, and this season was great. And we'll talk about that in detail here in a minute. But from a non-spoiler perspective, I'm very cautious with recommending this show because if you're not a MCU diehard, this show makes no sense to you, in my opinion. And that is not how it should be. It should be talk about briefly on the front end. Anybody can join this episode because in every What If comic, you read the opening synopsis of what happened, and then you watch from there. And that's because that's the reason you pulled the comic off the shelf, right? What if Spider-Man became Doctor Strange or, you know, just you can make up literally anything. That's the whole point of what if what if what if Norman Osborn got the Infinity Gauntlet was one that I read. What if the scrolls had won the scroll war? You know, those are kinds of things that we want to see as audience members. I really hope in the next season and moving forward, because this appears to be a very permanent thing, that they take more risks. It just didn't feel risky to me. So um, let's dive into spoilers, though, so we can not beat around the bush on specific things we're talking about. So I'm going to officially go ahead and put the spoiler bumping spoiler bumper warning right here. This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. <laughs> warning. Spoiler bumping. Spoiler bumping. Sounds like a drag race thing. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, let's go and talk spoilers for the season. I want to rank the season overall before we get into the episode and our top five moments. Uh, Mark, as the season goes overall, what would you rank this season and what moments really stuck out to you? Just broad strokes before we obviously talk about this episode. I'd probably give it a, a 4.9 out of 6. I think I, I really dug the animation for this whole series. That's what I, you know, was really like stuck out to me after episode one. Um, you know, some of the like, you know, the episode I was pumped for the most is the zombies episode because I'm a big fan of Marvel zombies. So I, that's what I thought they were going to do. But that's not really kind of what they did. But, you know, I love that episode, that whole thing. I did like how they went dark with some stuff. And like you said, there, there are some episodes where it wasn't a happy ending. But. I think overall, I'm I'm excited for the next season. Um, yeah, you're you're right. They could have taken bigger risks. They didn't have to tie everything into the MCU as we knew it, or you know, you know, deviations of that. 
Um, but overall, I thought they told a good story that, you know, led to a certain point and led to people teaming up. And that's, you know, what you kind of want out of a Marvel show. So there you go. Yeah, even like how did they need every episode to tie into that last episode? I don't think they did. And they made that choice to do that. And that was frustrating to me. Even like to see Killmonger come back in that final episode. I was like, why is he here? We all know what he's going to do. He's going to betray them. His role is to betray them. But the thing you forgot about is when he when Doctor Strange dumps all those zombies on him and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then WandaVision zombies in there. And that was just just Wanda. That was a good cherry on top. It's just like, I totally for, I didn't even think about that. It's just Wanda. It's zombie Wanda. You, you said WandaVision though. Yeah, well, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the season rating pretty much where I'm at with my episode nine rating. Four out of six. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I obviously want a second season. It's not terrible content. It's good content. But this is the safest thing Marvel's ever done. By a mile. Safest property they've ever made. In my opinion. So, Robbie, go ahead. I'm right in the middle of you two. I'm right at 4.5. Exactly where I want to be. Right in the middle of you guys. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy, like Mark was saying, the animation is like top-notch stuff. Like from a person who watches a lot of anime and a lot of cartoon like shows like i would watch an entire series in this art i think this art is fantastic um i think there's some episodes that stand out that you know would push to a 5.5 maybe even a 6 um but I, then i think there's some sinkers there's a there's there's probably one that i would probably rate like a 2 maybe a 3 and that i don't really care to watch again which episode would uh, that be the par- party thor i actually loved party thor uh, it's actually the first episode is literally the blandest thing. It's the blandest thing ever made. The Party Thor is the one I hate. The I like. I dislike the most. Like that's my lowest ranked episode. Party Thor was the funniest episode they made. Party right. Thor is better than Party. any Thor. Party movie. Thor, Robbie, I'll double down on that. Party Thor was one of the riskiest things it did in the season. All right, well, there you go. Look at me. I like Party because, Thor because it because it said this is just a giant joke. This is just this is just a part. Uh, what what's the movie? Um, Project X or what, what's yeah. the what's that, whatever that party movie, movie is. Yeah, it's 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 basically a party movie. That's what it it's yeah, a party it's episode. Superhero party movie. Like I I think I could dig that. Nah, I thought it was a great risk. I, I, I thought it was that. risky to put him with them, the you know, guardians of the multiverse at the end. I was like, wow, I can't believe he's right. he's the one surprise in the room. Yeah, and then I thought like if T'Challa became Star Lord, I think that's probably a six in in my eyes, and then uh, I really loved the if the world if what if the world lost its mightiest heroes. That's probably my favorite. That one and the Chala one are kind of a toss up to me, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, so I think we land right up four point five. There's some that are okay. There's some that are really good. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Let's talk about this episode in particular. And I, I think the the blessing of this episode is that it really helps you crescendo everything else in the in the series. So referencing certain characters is referencing a previous episode. Anyway, we talked about the animation. What are we rating the animation as a season overall? Like I'm pretty solid on the animations a six to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Six. This is unique and this is creative, but it also felt down to earth to me in regards to what the MCU looked good. The action all worked really well in the animation. Like, yeah, it was really good. I was impressed. I thought it was, I, I, I thought the animation was one of the pluses of this and you can build on all this. 
Uh, what did you think of the cast? Obviously, like half the cast is there and the other half is not. In regards to the original cast. In that really season. doesn't matter to me, I guess, as much. I mean, it's voice acting. Like if they wanted to, they could get people that sound just like the actual actors who do the live action. Or you just get other, you know, famous actors like Lake Bell to do voices. So it's like, and that's what you can do with What If. They don't have to, like, that's the other thing. It's like, you don't have to have, make them sound exactly the same. So right. I was just like, you know, it didn't matter. It, that wasn't a big weight in my rating or love or not love for the show. So it had very little to do with anything I thought about the show. Like there might've been moments where they could have got someone maybe better at voice acting, but it never really derailed me from being interested. Yeah. It's just interesting too, because some of the episodes, the original actor, in my opinion, didn't do a great job where others did, right? Like, I think T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman was really strong as his previous actor. But other actors, it was like, man, whatever. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really felt that way with certain actors um, as I look back on it. Like, Frank Grillo, like, whatever. Um, George St. Pierre's, whatever, like, that he did it. Um Tom Hiddleston, he did okay. The Watcher was tremendous, but he's not in the universe. But, like, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell didn't have to come back for two lines. Like, they hyped it up for two lines. I don't know. Did he actually come back for two lines, or did they just use archival, you know, work? Nah, great question. Don't know. Because, you know, that's a lot easier to just be like, hey, we're going to use your voice again. Here's some money. And he's just like, all right. And that's all you have to do. So. Yeah, great point. I, I would bet money that's what happened. I'm sure they did not bring Kurt Russell in for the show. They do two new lines. I mean, they could have just done a Zoom call and been like, hey, can you say this for us real quick? Sweet. <laughs> right, move on. For something totally man, unrelated. <laughs> give the man $50,000. Yeah. Yeah. What did we think of Ultron in this season? Because Ultron obviously is the big bad. He collects the stones. He does mesh with Vision to make Ultra Vision is what they're calling it. Did we feel like that was a great villain, or did we feel like there was just another mad villain for Marvel? Pretty lazy, I would say. Um, it was he was interesting as like as a villain because of like his ideology, I suppose you'd say. Um, but I kind of wish that would have been dove into deeper. I guess if that's going to be your big bad, like like let's sh- actually show him fighting these multiverses, not just popping in and out. Um, and then, like, let's show him, like, running into a fully equipped Thanos. Even though I guess he kind of did run into a Thanos. That was even more lazy than... I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole, too. But, I don't know. He was fine, but like we've already said, the last episode is kind of... You expected everything that happened. Like, there wasn't any surprises. The Thanos getting ripped in half was the worst was the worst moment of the whole season. He had four Infinity Stones. That was insane that that happened. Yeah, but you got to think of it like this. Ultron is a computing machine. So he probably processed all of that in fractions of a second and knew this guy was going to try to fight him. So he just cut him in half in probably a fraction of a second before Thanos could even react. Thanos kind of likes to show. Like, Thanos wanted to talk and say something. Yeah, that's what he he wanted. And I'm sure of it. I'm sure Ultra Vision computed all that that what he wanted to do. So he's just like, well, I don't need, I don't care because he's a robot. Maybe they, maybe they so. couldn't get Josh Brolin back for that episode. Well, and my argument to all that, Mark, is then why were the 
Guardians of the Multiverse able to spring that trap on him. Because remember, you could make an at argument the end of, that it was at the, end Strange, of the last episode, we kind of get that he's no longer an AI and more of a conscious being. So I think Fair. with that, he's no longer just a robotic machine. He's actually somewhat of a sentient or, you know, conscious being. So that's where I think that changes. So there I was thrown off by his power level and like the power level of those shields that Doctor Strange put on everyone. Like the dude legit said, I can destroy entire galaxies. Why won't you die? That doesn't make any sense. Like he legit destroyed the galaxy and they didn't die. Like, does that not compute with you guys? That well, we're sense. supposed to understand that this uh, Doctor Strange is like the most powerful wizards i'm sure but they were He's... still on like a physical plane like i don't know that seemed odd i mean that was a callback to the doctor strange episode too robbie was it that's what that was because in doc in that mo- in that episode excuse me i said movie in that episode the good air quotes doctor strange versus our doctor strange that was in the multiverse he used that ability to protect himself until that evil Doctor Strange, I'll, I'll call him, was able to absorb him. So we're saying Doctor Strange is as powerful as that Ultron who literally, like, sensed the Watcher and jumped galaxies and destroyed the all the Avengers and everyone in those That galaxies. Doctor Strange would be and because of all the interdimensional beings he consumed and even got conscious enough where he was aware, just like Ultron was aware, of the of the Watcher. So one could argue that yes. He's as powerful as a six infinity stone wielding ultra vision. So, well, and that was kind of the feedback in infinity war was that Dr. Strange, that his fight with Thanos was good, but we didn't really get to see the full power of his, the full ability of his power, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, that's why I think the loophole of he needed to see the future and that it was only one way they could win was really smart by them to take Dr. Strange's power level out of the equation. It's tricky though. And and let's talk about this. Cause we're kind of naturally speaking about this. This show creates plot holes in other movies, right? Like the killing Thanos in half. Like it's like, Oh, vision just had to do that. Like, right. Well, that's kind of a big plot hole. What, <laughs> how did you feel about that? Did you feel like this really, what's the undermined the uh, the rest of the movies in some way or were you like ah it's just playful fun it's multiverses come on well that's what i was saying like so this dude just cuts thanos in half like first second he sees him like why doesn't he just do that when he's like bigger than everyone else like why does he have to get into like the physical body and come down and talk to them like he seems like he could have just destroyed them all like it's the power level thing that I just don't quite understand. Like he's totally fine with destroying Thanos in an instant, but these guys who obviously pose a threat to him, he's just like, I'm gonna go fight them myself. And like, doesn't seem to use much power at all. It seems like, I don't know. It seems like they really like dulled him down just to make a fight. That doesn't seem like a fight besides obviously if like the doctor strange stuff is accurate, but like, and it also could be his ego is obviously parallel to Tony Stark's, right? Oh, he's built by Tony Stark, so yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of talking my way out of yeah. it. I'm I'm, ta- I'm trying to play devil's advocate because I agree with you. I just think they didn't do enough storytelling behind that. I mean, I guess, but it wasn't before. You know. Also, how did they not get James Spader to come back and do his voice? James Spader's doing the Blacklist show. Well, I'm he sure just like if you hear. Dave- Dave Batista, 
I'm sure they probably didn't even ask him. I'm sure they're just like, oh, we could pay this guy way less money. Kind of a sour grape now. I think it's a little bit of both in the sense of it could have been that, but but Batista's a little different because what happened with James Gunn is a big thing. And why would you why would you get him if he gets into the the vision body? Then it should be Paul Bettany. It should be Paul Bettany. It should have been so, Paul Bettany. So that, oh that God, would be it should be Paul argument. Bettany. Is it sh- shouldn't have been Dave Spader? It should have been Paul Bettany because he's if in the Paul vision Bet- body. If it's Paul Bettany, I give it a six out of six. It would have been cool if it was it's Paul Bettany. And going back to what your question about the the voice actors or the voice cast, it's like, yeah, actually, you know what? That's one one voice I wish it was played by the original actor. The rest I really could care less. But so there you go, Max. He was such a big piece of this season. Like, how do you not get him back? I don't know. It just wasn't his contract, bro. He said his last Marvel thing was the WandaVision. So wait, he said go. that? Yeah, he's done done. Well, it was with his contract. So oh, whatever. Whatever. I'll do you one better. Why? I mean, we can armchair quarterback this all day, and everyone will for the rest of their lives. But at the end of the day, they're telling an animated story, so it's like you got to keep the story going. You just what you you want to end this show where Ultron? Hey, (laughs) what if it just ends with Ultron finally defeating everybody, and that's that's the show, everybody? Well, like, okay, not maybe, yeah. There has to be a fight, but like, he has to kill somebody, like. They all get to live. He killed somebody? He killed everybody except for Natasha on Earth. <laughs> Who, what more blood but do you want he, on your hands? But then he didn't kill He consumed a whole world. He did eat an entire world. Tony Stark <laughs> built this in a cave. <laughs> With a box of scraps. With a box of scraps. <laughs> okay, but what if we would have, like, what if we would have saw him, like, just, just a small scene of him fighting Galactus? Like just just a little, well maybe Galactus. No, they want they want Galactus the first time to be a big thing. They want there to be a post credit uh, scene or a big villain for like Fantastic Four. Gosh, I can't wait! I can't wait for that 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 next epic scene where you get the chills like you did in Endgame, where they all assemble, but this time they're assembling the fight Galactus. But then in this movie, they actually Galactus kills all of them, and that's how it ends. And, and that's, that's what if. And that's how how they end the MCU. Yeah, the MCU's done. Yeah, all done. And all they do is WandaVision shows from then on out. Yep, only WandaVision shows. Ten more years of WandaVision. Yep. The only survivor of this galaxy is Wanda, and she created her own reality. God, DC (laughs) would do that. DC would freaking do that. What about Gamora? Did we like the fact that they just shoehorned a new oh Gamora my gosh. on us all of a sudden? Why about Gamora? When that scene came up where, like, it's Tony Stark, they're on um, Never Delir, I'm like, I want that what if. How did they end up there? Why is it just them two and, um, and Itri? Is it Itri, right? The, yeah, anyways. And, like, are they destroying the gauntlet? Are they Peter molding the gauntlet? What is going on? How did they all get there? Why is he in some weird tech Hulkbuster suit? I want, I want that what if. So. Well, they said she was the conqueror of Sakaar, right? Yeah, and the killer of Thanos. Killer of Thanos, conqueror of Sakaar. So but like, but then her and Tony Stark are obviously teaming up, so I want to know who their big bad is. Well, I think they were saying, like, Tony Stark was the conqueror of Sakaar, and then she oh. was the killer of Gamora. Because he had like the Sakaar like Hulkbuster sure. paint on and everything. But, but like, still, I want We I talked want that about story. it a little bit before. Like, what happened to that? Like, I was like, did I miss an episode? Like, is there something missing here? 
So apparently that's just the missing what if. What if we would have had a 10th episode, I guess. What if we told you the story about this what if, Gamora? (laughs) What if that was their plan, though, to do that, and they just never got around to it? What does that even mean? They can do whatever they want. Well, I'm saying, like, what if they just kind of ran out of budget or... Uh, yeah, yeah, what if what if Disney work. ran out of money? Okay, Max. <laughs> I don't know. What if Marvel ran out of money? God, that'd be a, that'd be a wild. What if? Yeah, what if Daddy Mickey stopped giving Marvel Boy some money? I just think ten episodes instead of nine is a much more round number to close your season out. I'm blows the terrible. Number. Well, then you gotta write Daddy Feige and make sure you get ten episodes next season. You get a tick. You get a tickle his earwaves. I really, really liked Peggy Carter in this episode. Robbie, I would agree with you that her first episode was very, very bland. However, her as a character is really fun to me. And it's there's no question they're bringing her back in this role in live action down the line. Yeah, she's going to be the Captain America going forward kind of thing. It'll be interesting. Yeah, like, I, I really think they're bringing her back in Doctor Strange. I, I have no real proof or thought around that. It's just like... like they're bringing, Are you saying bringing Peggy like Carter? Peggy. Or Captain Britain. Either or. I th- I think I think um oh what's her name? Haley Atwell is going to play yeah. that character in Doctor Strange. Whether it's a cameo or you know I'm all for it. She's in the whole movie, she transcends dimensions yeah, and joins our universe. Imagine her know. in the whole movie. It's like it's Loki, Doctor Strange, Captain Britain, Spider Man fighting Wanda. Could you imagine? I can't. I can't physically. Can I get do an that. oh yeah? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah, I I really think this was an intentional choice by them though to say, Haley, we really want you to come back and take this role now that Chris Evans is done. And obviously, Anthony Mackie having the Captain America role is one thing, but I do think that a Captain Britain played by Haley Atwell would be way more fun than the classic captain britain anyway so that's just my personal opinion i know there's probably some sweaties out there right now listening absolutely not absolutely not did you just make that up right now because i'm i'm all in i'm all in on that term because you said that and i knew exactly who you meant i like yeah no it's a term from uh uh john schnepp from uh, he he passed away john schnepp is a famous well he he was on a he was on a collider and he would call them the sweaties. He'd have a show. I was just saying that the original, you know, Charlie Adler, the Captain Britain, the original Charlie Britain, the, the, excuse me, Captain Britain. I just think it'd be more fun to have Peggy Carter play that role. And I think was, some was people the original have been Captain Britain. Did did that person have red hair? Because if your answer is no, then I don't care who they replace. That I really don't with. know what hair color he has. And you it's you guys blonde. know it's how blonde. I it's feel blonde. about blonde. Blonde. comic book characters. And other characters who have traditionally red hair that they've just replaced because they're like, no, we're getting that out of here. Well, and if he's showing up, he's probably showing up in Eternals, right? Like, that's just a good spot for him to show up in, in my opinion. But I don't know. I mean, talking about Eternals, are we going to get Black Knight in Eternals? Or the for guy sure. Black Knight's for sure in it. I do know that. Yeah. Don't we already know that? Yeah, we do, but I just like bringing it up because I'm pumped. For some reason, I'm just pumped for that. It's just like, it's a little Easter egg that they're going to put in there. Is that Kit Harrington is playing him? Yeah, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like yep. you, do not, you do not cast Kit Harrington to be a nobody, and then his nobody turns out to be 
the Black Knight. So the Black Knight dog. This is a total side note to Eternals, but like with that many people that you're like, yeah, we got ten people here that we got to really showcase. But let's go ahead and throw uh, throw Black Knight in there as well. Do you think we get Hercules in the in the Eternals too? Hundred percent. Like no, no, no. We're not gonna get Hercules. Forgive me. Let me let me backpedal. We're not gonna get Hercules, but we will get reference to Greek mythology. Yes. Good enough. That's that's good enough. That's a hundred percent. Okay, but what if they like Suicide Squad a bit? They kill like three or four of like the major actors, like Angelina Jolie. Kick. Yeah, Angelina. they kill. They kill the characters called Eternals. Yeah, they kill Robbie. them. Grow up, okay. Robbie. This them. isn't DC. Black these Knight aren't, is, a, Black aren't, is an ca- eternal. These aren't these aren't characters like Boomerang and other people. I'm sorry, did you not like Boomerang, Mark? Mark I did. Like- That's the only one I care about that died. Okay, Savant. You don't like Savant? Uh, I was I was indifferent. I'm glad Weasel survived. Weasel survived though. That's all that matters. Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. Oh, Polka Dot Man. Someone I'm most upset with. We we have an actual episode talking about this if you want to check it out. So make sure yeah, you, but you check it out. You decided to have an episode with Robbie and I, and then Suicide got, got brought up. So you know how it goes. No, that's fine. No, I get it. I'm not mad. I just was telling our audience we've talked about this before. But yeah, back now. to what Robbie said. Could you imagine if they like killed off a lot of the Eternals? They're like, we're actually going to keep a handful of these guys. So yeah, we're going to get rid of We can't pay them enough. Yeah, we're really only going to keep Gemma Chan, who we're actually technically reusing, Chameleon and Johnny, Brian Tyree Harry, Henry, excuse me. And then uh, some of The rest of you are dead. Boom. Bye. Did you have those names like in your head or do you just look up a list? I am not going to tell you what I did there. Those I'm not going to tell <laughs> those you. Those are the ones that you did. can remember. So those are the survivors. Hey, Richard Madden, <laughs> Leah McHugh, Lauren Ridloff. I know all these names. He's got a list in front of them. No, I don't. Zane Al Rafay, I would never be, have that name. He will be the Superman of this universe. So yeah. Sebastian Senior. Unless they bring Come out. That's a real name. Sebastian Senior. Yeah, what else has he done? <laughs> he plays the passerby. Well, now that you have me asking, let's take a peek. Um, he has done the he has done the power of art. He's a writer for that. He's done the morning after, the night before. I've heard good things about that. I don't know. Oh, he's in the new Pennyworth show, Robbie. I don't. I don't know what that what that is. The new the it's the show about Alfred that's on um one of those. Oh, shows. the show no one asked for. Got it. Yeah. No. Hey, would you like Alfred Pennyworth? But like you know before he was a real butler for the Waynes and like served in like the, the, whatever, like, the British intelligence. There you go. Whatever. He was basically James Bond. You know how Alfred Pennyworth doesn't bring you any value. If he's not serving Bruce Wayne, let's give you that side of it. Here's Alfred. that story. Gosh, DC. Apparently he has like a third season too. I know. Hey, do you want, do you want anything that's like relevant? And like, do you want like another Superman of Steel 2 movie? Oh, you do? Well, I got this Alfred Pennyworth show that I'm going to do like eight seasons of. Got it for you, bro. Hear me out here. Let's do a show about Kryptonians on Krypton without their powers. That and a hundred years before Cal el was born. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Give it a third season. Yeah, I'll roll the dice on this. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that talks about DC when it's supposed to talk about Marvel. <laughs> what if Robbie and Mark go on a tangent and start bashing all the DC properties that they dislike and they could do way more with the resources? It's because we care. It's because we freaking It's because here on the Infinity that. Bros podcast. I mean, it's because care. I care and then I I look at Marvel. Mark, have you watched uh, Superman and Lois? I've seen bits and pieces. I, I have heard like raving reviews about that show. I've not tried it yet. It is on HBO Max. Go check it out, everyone. I I hope you're sensing 
our lack of focus about this episode to show our 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 idea of this. Season. Hey, we went into the weeds and now we're coming back to what if. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Zin, zin, zin. Oh. Get okay. your weed whacker out. I'm just happy that the people who have continued listening are still listening. We I'd like people. to think that the people are listening now aren't just fans. They're, they're real ones. They're real ones. Is what they're. <clears throat> 100. They keep it 100. We don't ditch family here. And now we've talked about Fast and the Furious. Any other things about uh, What If Episode 9 before we head to the top five? Uh, it was very not surprising that Killmonger uh, like wasn't a good person. I did. I will say I did like that Doctor Strange was damned to watch that universe within his small universe. I thought that was That's cool. Fun. That's fun. Do, you, do you think they get out in the next season? I think that Doctor Strange actually might show up in Multiverse of Madness, too. Well, that's not the question I asked, but okay. Okay, but like, so that Doctor Strange, like the last thing Killmonger said to him had to be like sticking in his head, right? Because wasn't it Killmonger that was like, you have a reason? Oh, yeah, you could all do, with this power, we could all be happy and stuff. Right, and like, then the watch is just like, hey, psychopath Doctor Strange, watch them. Like, that's not a good idea. Like, what? Uh, Excuse me? That guy, like, could you imagine what a bad to do? If the Multiverse of Madness series starts off with him, with that Doctor Strange, in like in animation there, and then slowly goes to live action, and then I'm just writing, I'm just writing money for. I love that idea so much. I six out of six that idea. Welcome to the Infinity Rose Podcast, the only podcast writing things better for Marvel than anybody else. All right, let's head over to the top five, Mark. All right, let's go. Top five. We're going in three, 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 Let's all jump inside. Welcome to the top five. It's Infinity Bros. Let's head over to Zane. Zane, what do you think about the top five? I really agree with that. I really like that. Whatever, whatever Robbie's top five was was my top five as well. I, I'd actually like to echo what Jarrett said. I think that'd be great. Let's head over to Isaac. Isaac, what do you think? Well, I, you know, I, uh, I really liked what if really liked it. You know, this, this, this is my insider me. podcast. Okay. Right here, here's an inside. When we first all started the first time we played D D together as a group, we, we went around Jared's our DM and like, you know, I think it was me who started off like, Oh, I got up early and you know, was doing blah, blah, blah. And then like everyone around the co- the table got up earlier than my character and up earlier than the next character where it's just like, did none of you sleep? Like, no, I, uh, my character actually didn't sleep is what I found out. Like I actually didn't ever fall asleep. I don't sleep. Like that was uh, interesting. So like, oh, okay, my character will summon the sword of Azeroth. Uh, actually my character already. So summoned the sword of Azeroth. So <laughs> well, actually, Oh yeah. D and D's fun. It's a good sport. Yeah. It was nice that we did that like four times. 
Let's talk about our top five episodes of What If. Typically, in some episodes, we would like to have a water cooler discussion around oh, our top, top five, five episodes topic. or top five moments. Whoa, wait, moments. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Let moments me. Moments or episodes? I can do a top five moment or episodes. No, no, no. We, top five moments. Top five Gosh. moments. Forgive me. I said episodes. Mark, you're right. Top five moments of What If season one. Mark, give us your full list. You go first. I'm just going to give you all of it, the whole list. Whole list. Oh, my gosh. What? We're at 52 minutes. We're trying to really crescendo this by the hour. No, nah, man. Let's stretch it to an hour 45. Anyways, okay. <laughs> hey, bros. Here's our top 20 episodes from What If. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think I could make a top 20 about this season. I really can't. Okay. My number five. Um, I really dug the first episode when... Captain Britain gets the the sword and starts wielding that and starts, you know, freaking killing the Hydra monster. I was all for that. Um, so that's my number five. Uh, number four, um, I could just say the whole zombies episode, but really what I, I enjoyed was kind of the ending of that, where it was just like this, like, you know, we're all thinking the three of them are going to get to Wakanda. Everything's going to be fine and dandy. We'll figure everything out. And there's like zombie Thanos with a pretty much completed infinity gauntlet and you know it just ends there um number three i would probably say the scene with with, or the clip basically of ultron eating worlds i liked that little like homage to galactus that was pretty neat um my number two i'm probably like this is more of like multiple moments combined into one but i i believe what i really kind of dug and is basically realizing Tony Stark's death is an has to be a nexus point. Like yes. he has to die in every and like you know some people are like oh why are you just you just going to keep killing him for us? And I was like I'm thinking like if he doesn't there's a nexus event that happens. So maybe that'll be a what if next season where like we get that nexus event if Tony Stark doesn't die. Um and maybe that's the thing, you know, they do an end game version of it, he doesn't die and like Galactus shows up and then they you know then they have the team with Thanos anyways. You know, it's writing content for Disney. My number one, the thing that really like got me off my seat, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" Or what the heck's going on next? Was <laughs> the the ending of the, the episode I disliked the most? The ending of Party Thor with Alt Ultron showing up with all the Infinity Stones, and you're just like, "What's going on? Like, why is this guy showing up?" That was a great episode. I, I think a lot of mean I think a lot of mainstream people are gonna bash that episode. That episode was great. I'm not gonna bash it. It just wasn't my favorite out of the nine. So I'm just saying I think that was one of the riskier episodes and people need to accept that. I think it's a zombie one, but you know, tomato tomato. Zombie one's very risky. I'll go next. That, wasn't, that, zombie- well, that was that one's not risky. Um oh yes, I forgive Everyone me. Everyone loves I, zombies. Yeah, you Mark was just I correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. You're saying that was one of your favorite episodes. Not that it was risky. He said it was risky. But, the zombie. I said. I said it was risky. risky oh, then it. you're then you're full of crap, Mark. Then you're well, you know, tomato, tomato. No, and sorry, no, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, you know I'm gonna start. I'll, I'll go my list now. My number five was Loki versus Ant Man. I thought Ant Man being the villain in that episode was, uh, I believe, episode three was a very cool way to go through that. I thought it was a great spy thriller episode, and I liked that Loki impersonated Samuel L. Jackson's um, Nick Fury, so I really liked that. I loved the Doctor Strange. So number four is Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange. I loved that battle. I love that episode to begin with. I just thought that battle was tremendous and the dialogue was great. And it's just great. It's one of the few episodes of this whole series that I, I feel makes the movie better. 
the original movie better. And I feel like it adds on to that. Number three, I will throw the final battle here into that top five. I thought the final battle was one of the mo- one of the best redeeming parts of this episode, how they all did work together in that homage when they were chasing the soul stone and how basically the shot just stayed on the soul stone, soul stone or Ultron. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really well done. The zombie scene with Spider-Man wearing a cape was awesome. It was very brief, but having Peter Parker having these dialogues with the uh, the cape was was great, and I loved it. Uh, what a world! I I hope Marvel makes a show just about that universe or a movie even. Um, and then number one for me is Chadwick Boseman, and it's not really one moment; it's every moment. He is absolutely the best part of the show. He the fact that he was in this last episode was tremendous. When he looked at um, Killmonger in this last episode and said, cousin, give me the stones, there was part of me that thought he was going to hand them over to him just because of his acting. And I thought the episode where he was Star-Lord was tremendous. And his death obviously plays in way more to me in making it great, but I don't care. I, I thought Chadwick Boseman was the hero of this season along with Haley Atwell. Those are the two. Really, they're carrying a lot of the, the, the show. So that's my top five. Go ahead, Robbie. Uh, my honorable mention is Cool Thor, Party Thor, however you want to say him. Just just him in general as a character, I really Were enjoyed. you shocked that um, he slept with Jane Foster so quickly in that episode? Like, I thought she was going to play a little more hard to get. I, I wasn't shocked that Thor did. I was shocked that Jane did, I suppose. That's what I'm saying. Forgive me. That's the question that I was trying to ask. Like, like, yeah, that's a little surprising. That was very shocking with how she was approaching herself to him. That seemed like that Thor would... Never mind. Um, okay, so my number five... Um, <laughs> uh, my number five, and, and this is kind of a selfish thought, but uh, uh, Ant-Man, like our Ant-Man, as a head with the cloak around him, it's a selfish thought because I just want that Funko Pop so yes. bad. Yes, yes. I want that in Funko Pop form so bad, and I loved it as a like just you, as a little side character. It's great. What do you think they get the right? Like, I feel like look of it. It has to be like the they six, would. Like, they would have to make it a six inch to make the like head make sense, and then make the cape. The cape is what would like hold him up. So yeah. like you can't make the like you don't need the giant one, but you know what I'm talking about like the the like size up from that. Yeah. Yep. No, that's right. It's a six. I thought the other one. Anyways, yes, I'm with you on that. Like, it has to be. Like, I'm. I'll pay twenty bucks for it, but it has to be that size. Oh, abs, abs, freaking lovely. Okay. I'll buy that for sure. Yeah, and then my number four is Hank Pym as a madman. Um, that entire episode is up there, depending on my mood. Like I said that earlier in the show, as my favorite episode, and him, um, like making the Hulk explode. Uh, that whole scene was kind of shocking because we're kind of taught to believe that the Hulk can't be killed. Um, so that was shocking, and I really, really uh, enjoyed that. Um, my number three is when Ultron sensed the Watcher. Um, that fascinated me, because like he's sitting there, and you kind of expect it, obviously, because they kind of like they hit it on the head, because he was like talking right behind him. But then like how Ultron reacted is what I really enjoyed about it. He's like, who's that? Who's there? I was interested in that. I really like that. Um, and then along with Max, my number two is T'Challa just being Star-Lord. Um, just being this lovable dude that everyone loves. Like, he's just complete opposite of, um, uh, goodness, of Star-Lord in our universe. Uh, Peter Quill, goodness gracious. 
Um, he's just the complete opposite. Everyone loves him. Everyone knows him. Like, he's the coolest dude ever. Um, just loved it. Um, and my number one is Thanos from that episode. Because literally every time he's talking to someone, like, he was just like, well, my idea of it was more practical. It made more sense. But he talked me out of it. I just thought it was hilarious. It had me rolling the entire time, like, he's talking to anyone. That's, like, the main thing. I just love, I love good guy Thanos. He's my favorite. I want a Funko Pop of him. Just good guy Thanos. That's Honestly, as you're talking, Robbie, too, Thanos was pretty much around every surprising moment in this series so far. He was part of almost every episode. Yeah, like how he got sliced in half and how at the end of the Marvel Zombies, he had the five of the six stones. I just think that's a great point. Like He just really was a centerpiece of the show that was shocking to me. So, yeah. Well, that's what if. That's what if episode nine and and the season as a whole. You could check that out on Disney Plus. And if you want to hear the other Infinity Bros ratings, uh, shut up and check them out on Twitter. Leave us. What if we did a ninety second episode? Is this the ninety first? No, this is ninth. We should do a ninety third where it's the other Infinity Bros. That no, we shouldn't. Absolutely not. That's that sounds. I mean, we 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 could show the people what it would be again. You could call you could call it ninety two. You could call it ninety two B. Sure. Okay. They won't do it. That won't happen. There's no way. And if Zane comes on, he's just going to copy everybody else's take. Yeah, I agree. And if Mark came on, Mark, I'm going to give it a five. I really thought it was good, but you know, yeah, it just could be a little five. better. Everything's a five or a six to Mark. Yeah, well, you know, the last time I gave something to three, I never, you know, heard the last of it. So what was the last thing you gave? Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go back. Wasn't it Wonder Woman '84? Oh, Wonder Woman sucked. Yeah, you gave. I just go, I just go back to the Goofy movie where I gave it like a three point one out of six. Oh yeah, you guys are like, you're stupid. You are stupid. That's a dumb take. That's a bad take, Mark. Yeah, and I love all this Marvel stuff. Stand for something, Mark. Or you stand for nothing. That's where you're at in life right now. You need to start standing for you something. You can stand for your take. I your am, take I is am, wrong. You're... I'm hashtag blessed to have friends like you guys. Oh, my gosh. Well, Mark, I'm glad you're hashtag blessed and glad that you were able to make this episode work. Thank you for being on this week. Yes, you're welcome. And to the Infinity Bros universe, be on the lookout for a way to win a Funko Pop. It'll be on the social Ooh. media somewhere. Just, just be on the lookout. If you're looking to check out what Mark's talking about, go ahead and check our link in the show notes. There's a link that'll take you to all the different things we've talked about today. You can even check out Robbie's only fan page. I'll let you go see it for yourself. It's very. Yeah. They, they kind of cut me down on the price tag there. We did Robbie. Thank you for coming on and taking time away from your busy schedule and only fans to be with us. You're welcome. I had no choice. <laughs> Someone help me. Help, please. And uh, thank you, Infinity Bros Universe, wherever you listened, however you listened. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. As we said before, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love it if you left us a review, and we'd love it if you'd consider being part of the Infinity Bros Universe on Discord. As always, we love you guys 3,000, and we'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>